We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's good, everybody? The Nora Boys are back in the building. Happy Thursday to everyone. It's the Lucky Lefty Podcast being brought to you by Anora Whiskey. AnoraWhiskey.com is that premium American whiskey. AnoraWhiskey.com. And if you drink, by all means, you got to make sure that you do so responsibly. The last 10 minutes leading up to this show has been bananas. Breaking news about Tyler Buckner on his way to Tuscaloosa to team up with Tommy Reese once again. Definitely get into that. Was it the right move? I think we both felt mm, the SEC country wouldn't be the best place for him to go yesterday, but mm, we'll see about that, right? Notre Dame gets a commitment from 24 wide receiver out of Warner Roberts, Georgia, Isaiah Canyon, within the last 10 minutes. Chancey Stuckey going down to his home state, where he's from in Warner Roberts, to get one of the top receivers in the 24 class. Left, I'm telling you, man, we set a show up, and then just boom, like moments before the show goes on air, we got news breaking all over the place. Uh, it was good to see Marcus Freeman at the White House last night with his mom honoring her, his heritage, her heritage. Shout out to them. You said the White House? Yeah, they at the White House last night. He escorted his mother to the White House, bro. The actual White House? <laughs> yes, love. I mean, that was sitting there like, for real? I thought you, I thought you were about to go crazy about dating, and that's what y'all do. Wait a minute. So he went to the White House for an event or something like that. No, they went to look at the rooms. They took a tour left. Oh, I thought he was getting an award or something. I'm like, no, they actually did go for an event. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> you know, I mean, see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Oh, man. Only on the Lucky Lucky podcast. It was the state dinner left. It's the state dinner that happens every year. Oh, he got invited to. Oh. 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 Okay. Is that the perks of being the head coach? You get to go to something like that? They the the leader of South Korea was there. They were honoring South Korea and the long-standing relationship between the United States and South Korea, and his mom being of South Korean descent, and Marcus Freeman being who he is. They got the invitation to come to the White House. I mean, that's very that's very cool. I mean, I didn't. How did they? Look. <laughs> I <laughs> just sitting here like, see, you want the other visit to the White House for Marcus Freeman. No, I didn't that's know. what it is. You're not impressed. I got it. It finally hit me. You're like, dude, oh, all right, that's nice. I could care less about him visiting the White House. I want the other visit to the White House after we get that trophy. <laughs> then we can get the other visit to the White House. Okay, there it is. There it is. I Now I understand. Now I understand. I just didn't know how Marcus Freeman finagled that. I didn't know he had – I didn't know it was that time. Like, where they – you know, South Korea was thinking of Marcus Freeman. You know, I was like, okay, that's that's pretty big. You know, the president of South Korea, like, yo, like, you know how Dave Chappelle was like, what does Ja think about 9-11? <laughs> what does Marcus Freeman think about the relations – between South Korea and, and the United States, I think that's oh man, cool. that's pretty cool. <laughs> Yo, this show has gotten off to a fantastic start. So we'll do some film work on New Commitment, Isaiah Canyon later in the show. Don't forget, Lee Beckton joins us in the second half of the show. <laughs> We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
Oh, man. Tyler Buckner commits to Alabama left. Yesterday you said uh, that would be that would not be the most ideal place for him to go. But it's kind of like Stockholm syndrome. It's like, you know, I don't I don't wouldn't trust the situation over there. I mean, the guy you're trusting is a guy that recruited two guys over you. A guy that put you in a position where you end up getting injured. The guy that left out on you. The guy that had you thinking you was 50-50 with Drew Pine. And everybody in Alabama room is better than Drew Pine. So, I mean, what are you trusting? I mean, obviously it's Alabama. But hell, if I'm the Alabama fans, I'm like, what's the value in this? First of all, you making the situation harder. Oh, you telling us something about our quarterback situation now? But you bringing in this dude, telling us what? You didn't even believe in the dude. He didn't do it like Dion, where he came with his son and said, "Hey, it's your quarterback." Tyler Buckner sitting right there. You left. You recruited a dude over Tyler Buckner, then left him. Oh boy, hey man, let me tell you something, boy. Either that dude Tommy Reese is about to become best friends with Nick Saban, or he is about to be in the uh, the doghouse of all doghouses, bro. He ran back to the the man to put him in there. I don't know. I I think that. You're telling Alabama that's your starter. And I mean, what else? We, I mean, I don't understand. I feel like his situation in Alabama is tougher than uh, what's that Notre Dame. I mean, especially after what you look like in the spring game, you're going to go down to Alabama and do what? You was running the same stuff. You was wearing the same stuff. Yeah. I don't know. If, <laughs> I don't know if Nick Saban knows what's going on, which would be surprising. <laughs> but maybe he should tune in to the Lucky Lefty podcast. <laughs> and he'll and he'll grow in his knowledge. Of what's taking place under his nose. See, that's why he should have been there when Tommy flew into Alabama instead of at his lake house, letting his assistants handle it. He should have been there and, and, and listened to Tommy tell him, hey, listen, I'm going to bring Tyler Buckner. Yo, hey, left, left. You know what's funny? <laughs> I wish I had a spy cam for his first practice, bro. Because I remember the first time I sat down, I said, left. I said, yo, man, what was it like your first practice in Florida? And your eyes got big and you were like, the big boys down there move different. It's just a, yeah, it's like, oh man, I just think that's, it's such a, a trapped type of decision 
only because I really believe, man, just from the circumstances of what he's been going through, the person that you're trusting to get you to that point of reaching your potential has been dogging you the whole time. I mean, what other way can you can you make this up? He was in the room making those decisions when he decided to bring Chad Cohn on the team. He was in the room when they decided that he wasn't good enough and they had to bring Sam Hartman on the team. He was in the room when he had to put them packages together for Tyler Buckner to be on the field and play football, and it put him at a, at a, at a risk. He had the most carries. That was that was that was Tommy Reese doing that to him. And then he dipped on you. I don't know. I mean, what if Tommy is truly diabolical? What if Tommy knew all the time he was going to Alabama? And he said, I'm going to bring Sam Hartman here to make my guy available for me to take to Alabama. Yeah, I'm surprised he didn't try to get Sam. That's just weird. No, he wasn't getting Sam. He wasn't getting Sam. He wasn't getting Sam. I think think Marcus Freeman probably was so slick. He was like, go down there and ask Tommy if you'll start. If he say no, you come back up. How about that? How about that? Go down there, ask Tommy. He'll take mm. you. Cause you can't, you're not gonna start here this year. And I and you know, I don't <clears throat> want to do you too bad. So I'm gonna give you a chance to go down there mm. and ask him. See what their situation is like. See if this if you can start down there. And if Tommy say no, he can send you back up to me and we can keep it moving. I think that's a fair trade to tell Tyler I'm not playing you over this dude. That's a fair trade, but you still don't want to lose Tyler because now, like I said before, I thought we had the best quarterback room in the country and Tyler Buckner committing to Alabama proved it. Yeah, It proved it. Tyler Buckner committing to Alabama proved that we had the best quarterback quarterback room in the country going into next year. We had, I tell you, we had a better one in Alabama. We had a better one in uh, Ohio State. We have a better one in Clemson. We have a better one in uh, maybe not SC, but but we can compete. Losing Tyler Buckner, we drop out of that. But it just shows you the significance. I would say maybe that's four rooms I would put up. Three rooms for sure I would put over Notre Dame if Tyler was still in it. If Tyler was still in you, who you put over them? Yeah. Okay, who would it be? The LSU room. Yes. Ole Miss. Ole Miss. And And SC. Maybe. We haven't seen Malachi, but we haven't seen Malachi. Who is Drake Mays back up? Nobody knows. Who is – we know USC's back up, but we – I mean, he hasn't ever played. So I would put us – uh, he's a killer though. He, he was a killer though. I will put in us over SC, but only because two's better than one. Even though that one is really, really special, I do believe our room is still better. 
because mm-hmm. Malachi hasn't played yet. So I would agree with you that I would put LSU and then Ole Miss as a room. But other than that, I was 100% right. We was better than majority of the QB rooms because of both of them. And the significance of Tyler, obviously he can go down to Alabama and on a on a semester and, and somehow go down there and play. I mean, that's has to be the deal. I mean, that's the that's the deal. I, I believe we gave Sam that he has to start. So let's see. And then wait a minute. People are saying Texas, Manning hasn't played. Hasn't played. Neither has Malik Murphy. High school film didn't impress me. And neither has Malik Murphy. And uh Quinn, I like Quinn Ewers. He just hasn't done anything yet. He lost to Alabama. And so, he got hurt before he, the game even finished. I am Garbage Man says, Sean, does your conspiracy theory include Tyler playing horribly at the spring game? Yep. Absolutely. Tyler, I'm about to throw this. I mean, the way he threw that pick, probably. <laughs> I mean, he threw that shit right to the dude, so. Oh, man. Um, but that don't make you no better going down there. I mean, Irish, I don't, I don't understand how you, you – how can you say tech, Texas has zero quarterbacks that have done anything on college in college? Zero. But you say the LSU room isn't good? LSU got some guys. Even uh, even little Nussmeyer is not bad. Shoot, that's my point. Nussmeyer has played in some big games. I, I his dad was my coach, and then Jay Davis obviously is a. I think he's the best in the SEC this year. Uh, hmm. he's definitely the best in the SEC this year. Yeah. Man, dude, I was watch just happened to watch the uh bomb show yesterday, right? And he was like, Yo, the beat reporters have been coming at Nick Saban, basically saying, like, you took you have three scholarship quarterbacks <laughs> and none of them can play. And they were like, yo, what's going on in Alabama? I mean, and then you putting Tommy in trust of your whole offense and this and QB. Like, he, I mean, what kind of power Tommy rolling with? Where he going down there just making demands? Mm. He the head coach of offense now at Alabama? He's the only one rolling around in the country with the title of running the <laughs> whole side of the ball because they he's a quarterback coach now too. Of course. What kind of power is man rolling around with, with no no type of accomplishments? Man, this is a total – man, the spin on Alabama. This is the end of Alabama's dynasty. Yo, the first November, the first Saturday in November is going to be very interesting. You talking you about a whole other story? control of Alabama football. Nick Saban is going to let Tommy be the downfall. Of a of an Alabama offense, that's I mean, it's got to be something. Tommy must be telling these dudes. Is it extortion? But 
it's it's just odd because Marcus Freeman's like, "Woo, I'm glad we moved past that." And he like, "Alabama taking this up?" And <laughs> that quarterback, shoot, man, put Alabama on schedule, circle it. We're gonna do something crazy. Because I mean, what what's oh. the benefit of Tyler going to Alabama? What is the hope that he got better receivers? I mean, what's the difference? The defense. I think our defense be pretty solid. Alabama's obviously defense is gonna be pretty special. Mm. But man. Ah. Lucky Lucky Podcast. Hey, so. if he goes in New York, I'm gonna crack up laughing. <laughs> if TB wins the SEC championship. I mean, is that a win or a loss for Notre Dame? You know what? That's if if Tyler Buckner has success at Alabama, well, no question of the day. Would that be a failure for Notre Dame? All right, how do you grade that? What's the development factor? What's the what? I mean, is it our fault? He he just been hurt. I mean, the way they did him, I think. But the the, the way they did him is the guy he's playing for. <laughs> Not having a quarterback coach, he's going to the same thing. Not having a QB coach. He ain't like Coach G. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. So it's like a weird switch, swap thing of no value. It's like a – it's not a vertical move. It's a horizontal move. Mm-hmm. But but it's it's like you know you beef up the exterior a little bit you get you know some some draftable defensive players. I mean, what does it mean? I don't understand what it means at this point because it would be different if his path wasn't dictated by the guy he ends up going to. The guy he's playing for told the guy that just committed there that he had two times to play, got other guys, and then put him in competition with a guy that's clearly not the same player. Mm. (sighs) Lucky Lucky Podcast. Let's go to this right here. We can transition to failure, right? Because our topic today was going to be failure and Notre Dame and Sam Hartman because Sam Hartman is now fully entrenched as a starting quarterback. So I want you to listen to this because I don't know if you heard it, left. Let me make sure I got the right. Okay, here it is, Left. Check it out. Uh, the exact same question, but uh, I'm curious for you. Do you view this season as a failure? <sighs> oh, my God. Uh, okay, because I'm not that up. We, you asked me the same question last year, Eric. <laughs> okay. Um, do, you get, do you get a promotion every year? In your job, no, right? So every year you work is a failure. Yes or no? No. 
every every year you work, you work towards something, towards a goal, right? Which is to get a promotion, to be able to uh, take care of your family, to be able, I don't know, um, provide the house for them or take care of your parents. You work towards a goal. It's not a failure. It's steps to success, you know. And if you've never, I don't know, I don't want to, I don't want to make it personal. So there's always steps to it, you know. Um, Michael Jordan played 15 years, won six championship. The other nine years was a failure. That's what you're telling me. No, I'm asking you a question. Yes or no? Okay, exactly. So why are you asking me that question? It's a wrong question. There's no failure in sports. You know, there's good days, bad days. Some days, some days you are able to uh, be successful. Some days you're not. Some days it's your turn. Some days it's not your turn. And that's what sports is about. You don't always win. Some other other people's gonna win. And this year, somebody else is going to win. Simple as that. We're going to come back next year, try to be better, try to build good habits, try to um, play better, not have a 10-day stretch with uh, playing bad basketball. You know, and hopefully we can win a championship. So 50 years from 1971 to 2021 that we didn't win a championship, it was 50 years of failures. No, it was not. It was steps to it, you know, and we were able to win one. Hopefully we can win another one. You know, I, sorry that I didn't want to make it personal because you asked me the same question last year, and I, last year I was in the in the uh, right um, mind space to answer the question back. Hey, yo, look, <laughs> kudos to Giannis, not kudos to for being polite, for politely trying to snap. <laughs> like, yo. Go ahead. Because I already know, I already know we differ on this, but you go ahead. Oh, well, you go ahead first, because what no. do you agree with? I want to know what you agree with, because I don't agree with none of it. Well, first of all, I tweeted this out because I saw all the people talking about Giannis, and I said, obviously, um people that think he doesn't know what he's talking about need to live. They need some culture. Because they only live by the mindset of the capitalistic mindset of the United States. See, people outside of the United States don't think like everybody else. I agree with that. Giannis, with that. Giannis is a man of the world, bro. He's from the bricks. That dude, he's won. Him and his brothers have won. If he never wins another championship in life, he's won. So from his mindset, he's like, dude, we lost. This dude, he... <laughs> He views things, told, I'll take you to Jason Onye. Jason Onye's like, man, I'm here. I won. My motivation is my family. All that other stuff that everybody else that came up a different way, I don't know what their motivation is. But for me, I wasn't supposed to be here. My motivation is totally different. I look at the world totally different. Everybody looks at the world differently, bro. There is not one way to view losing. It's not. You, fans want people to lose to be in the corner for two weeks in the dark, biting their nails, just, oh, my God, I can't believe I lost. It's, it's, it's haunting me. That's not life. I'm sorry. It's not life. People have families, kids. The next morning they wake up, they have breakfast with their kids, they laugh, they drop them off at school. Man, nobody. That's why the way Russell Westbrook handles everything it's so frustrating to people because they view him by if you don't win, you're a failure. So I'm like, okay, Sam Hartman was made the savior. 
for Notre Dame football by the fan base. So if they don't win a national championship, then Sam Harbin is a failure, right? He's a failure. Wait, wait, wait. He's a failure, Sam right? Hartman would have failed what we we signed him for. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. That's yes. the that's the way that's the way you view it. That's but the way no, you I'm view it. Saying, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, that's hold on. What, that's the context. No, of no, no, it no. Hold on. Hold on. When we started this podcast and Marcus Freeman was hired, both of us said 2024, 25 season was the season. We both said that. Oh, because the recruiting classes. We, we, we both, it doesn't matter. We were like, yo, that is the year that Marcus Freeman should be able to get it done. So anything, I totally understand what he's saying. Now, there is a perspective because when you're Alabama and Georgia and you get to the top of the mountain, it gets to a point where failure is no option. Like this is win or bust. Like, but you have to get there. If you're not there, it's about the journey. Yes, Michael Jordan probably hated losing when he was getting smacked up by the Pistons and the Celtics. But guess what? He had to go through that. He had to. That's a, that's considered a failure, though. That's a considered a failure when he's young. Wait, but listen to him on the last dance. He said, I didn't like it when I was going through it, but now I understand it was part of the process of us becoming champions. It's part of the process. It's a step. So in order to understand that, you would have had to not be successful in the attempt of getting somewhere. If he beat the bad boy Pistons and wouldn't have failed in that moment, he wouldn't have had that whole Tim Grover story where he developed over the season and got tough mm-hmm. for this type of thing. That would have never been a thing. So, of course, yeah, which I don't like about this whole world perspective thing is that we ain't talking about that. We are talking about in the context of one verse eight, the context of you're the best player on the planet, on the context of Miami shouldn't have even been in the conversation. Wait, okay, context. It went five. He missed literally. He missed two and three quarters of the series. Okay, okay. As the best player, so context says, if I don't get injured, this is probably not happening right now. And that, but wait a minute, injuries happen. That's, that's a, part okay. Of life. So we can't count that. That's then. part that's of life. But we can also, if we also can acknowledge that aspect. Let's stop mm-hmm. trying to bring it in the world perspective like you writing books in a philosophy for us to break down as a media person. Because honestly, you know, the media dude is not asking that question for the response that he gave necessarily, because I believe. Yes, wait, was, wait, wait, wait. I believe he was no, frustrated. Wait, 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 I believe was frustrated. Yana said you asked me the same question two years in a row. OK, let's talk. Oh, because I know media. We can stop right there. Media snakes. They slick. He was looking for a quote. He was looking for something to put on the front of the newspaper. Uh, he was looking fact. to make news. That's I agree that the journalist a, asked to fact. make news. He asked that's the question fact. to make news, which is now, his job. Now, Giannis said, yo, last year I wasn't in the right mind frame because they had just lost, what, game seven to the Celtics? Okay, so it's no different. Or something like it's that. No, it's no different. It's no different as a media guy 
who's who's has a job to make news, which we understand that it's a part of mm-hmm. his job why he's asking, but yeah. also the fact that he asked in the situation last year, which is no different than right now, except right now is embarrassing because it's an eight seed. Last year it was the Celtics and they went pretty far West Conference, East Conference Finals, this that or finals and all of that. He is upset about this because it's different. You losing to Jimmy Buckets when they had to do two play-in games. And also on top of that, which they lost to Trey Young, which you know I can give respect. Say that, say that part again. Say that again. Say that again. Say that part he again. He gotta right win there. tonight. He gotta win tonight. I can I can respect Trey Young. Say that again. I, say that again. But I tell, <laughs> I tell you this. I tell you this. I tell you this, I tell you this though, nobody else would trade for Trey Young in the league for no no equal of less no equal value. So okay, so we can we can agree on that. But you're that, bugging, you're bugging. But go ahead. Hey, oh no, wait a minute, I, you cut in on my point. Oh, but last last go thing. ahead. The fact that Giannis tried to make it about out of context of what the media guy was asking because. To be honest, I would. I think the fans would like to know. Do you consider this a failure, Giannis? You're the best player in the league, two-time MVP. You a one seed, best record in the East. Well, well, damn near the best record in the East, but losing to an eight seed. We just keeping it on that. What what happened? What do you consider it as? Because if it wasn't for the Miami Heat, and this is the second round, you just said it perfectly. Giannis does not. Giannis is not from this spoiled NBA uh, basketball AAU That's not a world. Spoiled thing. Are you kidding me? The AAU first lose? No, 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 no. I'm talking about the spoiled AAU basketball sports circuit that is the United States, bro. Are you kidding me? Well, Giannis is the best player in the league. Everybody knows that. That's true. This is my point, though. You just said it. See, this is the problem. Everybody thinks this is the way we have to think. And if you don't, you're wrong. There is no monopoly on the way you have to think. That dude is from the mud in a third world country. You don't give a darn about winning no championship oh, like that. Not, he ain't Kobe. Nice. What he's trying to tell you is he does not view basketball the way Kobe and Mike did. And that's fine. No, that's, that's fine. That's no, fine. No, no, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Wait a minute. I'll that's give you two fine. teammates that I'll won championship. I'll give you two teammates that won championships together, that didn't look at championships the same way. But they were both competitors. Giannis is trying to make it seem as if this is not a competitive thing, though, which is asking... That's not not what he said. That's not not what he said. Do you consider the season a failure losing in the first round to an eight seed? I think that's a valid question. He he doesn't view it that way. As the best player in the league? And shout out to to Eric Neen. This is the same Giannis that says, I want to win my championships the right way. So that means he understands. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, exactly. So he understands. But he has, but well, wait a minute. He is not accepted. He has, so that's a failure. He has, and, and you know what? When he said that, everybody ripped him. 
but he has a standard by which he lives that it got nothing to do with nobody else. As a team that he built on his own, he told me to teach him how to do it. His standard is he does not live and breathe by basketball like the most of these other cats in the NBA. It doesn't matter that he's the best player. He doesn't live by that. Because Giannis be taking shots at James Harden on how he plays. Giannis takes shots at KD on how he can build it. You talking about this spoof stuff? That he got paid to do? Are you kidding me? What you mean? That KD stuff he did this year was a spoof, man. Oh, we, oh, we, oh, is James Harden stuff a spoof? Yes, it was a spoof. So his, so his comments about James Harden was a spoof. James Harden didn't think it was. That's on James Harden. I just told you he he took a shot. He is taking shots at the entire league and the way the NBA works. Because he said, I'm not leaving Milwaukee to go chase okay. a championship. Because he wants so to wait, wait, wait. Milwaukee so his value, He's letting you know that his value of a championship is it's not like everybody else's. The team, him, so he doesn't need all these superstars and chasing. He them. don't need all that. Right. Okay. I'm not doing so it. I don't see, deal with your way. the value of, the, of what he's built and making them a number one seed. He has to. Because if he doesn't leave to join teams like KD, that means he understands the value of what it took to take Milwaukee from nothing when he started to a number one seed, which means uh-huh. he has value on winning. So don't go up there and talk about when this man asks if it's a failure. You talk about ain't no failure. What do you mean? You was a Dude. one seed. No, that no, no, you no, no. Wait a minute. You're mad. You're mad. You're mad. And most sports fans are mad because they have. This is why I tell people keep living. Because the way you are right now, Malik, in 20 years, when you have to talk to your kids about failure, not one time when you look at either one of your sons and tell them they're failure. Even though they wait, no, 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 wait, 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 because you talking all that smack now. I would tell them about you. I would say, listen, no, 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 no. Tell me, tell me the one time. Tell me the one time you'll look at your sons and tell them in their face that they are failed. Tell me the one time you're gonna do it. I wouldn't say they're a failure. I would say that they failed, like Liana said, it's about a goal, right? Oh, oh, wait, so now you're gonna use what Liana says. That's what the whole context is. So the goal was as a number one seed to win the championship, right? Because you you get to the number one seed to have great placement to get you a better shot of winning the championship, which Giannis built because he's okay. not going to So once again, one once All again, is Giannis, don't you're, tell you're going to tell your boys something. that they're a failure then. No, they, don't, don't, use your, no, don't use when Giannis, if Giannis is bull crap, if what he's saying is bull crap, don't, don't tell it to your kids when they're growing up because no, it's I'm bull just gonna crap. Say, don't say you're going to stand on something and build something from the ground up, and then if it doesn't reach the goal that you build it for, act like it's not important and start talking about it's not a failure, it's not he a failure. No, no, no. He didn't say, he didn't say it wasn't important because he said we're coming back next year and try to win another one. So it is no, important. We're not talking about next year. We're talking about what happened. What is he supposed to talk about? He about just what happened, about why you lost to an AC in that moment. Do you consider it a failure? You know what? You know what he should have done? He should have told him, don't ask me, ask Drew Holiday in them. <laughs> he's, the, he's the best player in the league. He, he didn't play. He didn't play for 60% of the God series. The best player in the league. We not if he had, wait a minute. If he had said, Holiday? so if Yana, was he well within his rights to look at Eric and say, I didn't play 60% of the series, so I really don't know. I think if Giannis is on the court and has it for last this last game he was on the court and it was a two point game they lost in overtime a very uh, a game that he could have affected obviously and could have had a chance. No, to win. all he had to do was hit his free throws. 
All he so has to Giannis, do is hit his free throws. He Giannis, missed like 15 free throws. Okay, but it goes back to, okay, do you consider this a failure? That's all. And I'm you telling you, his viewpoint of failure, because he's a man of the world, is totally okay, different give me than the, the man rest of the world. When you, and you, you, don't, your, you just don't want to hear it. But we're, we, can, we can have this conversation in 20 years. I guarantee you, you'll have a different view of it. I guarantee you. What's the point of Giannis building the team and staying there and making a number one seed if he doesn't consider a failure to be a number one seed losing to an eight seed? Because that's the context of why the man asked the question. If it was a one Dude, seed versus a regular a way three to seed or is, something Is like the that. number one seed a step to the playoffs? Is a that number one a seed is a, very, is a value position that you're trying to get. It's a step to, to the playoffs to that, put yourself in position. Team. It right? has to be important to you. It has it, to be important to you. Okay, obviously it was important because they would have known. Why wasn't Giannis talking, about, talking about? What do you keep talking about? You keep yeah. talking about nothing's important to him. He put in the work. He no, has put exactly. in the work. I'm saying he so put in the work to be about? a number one seed because the goal is to win a championship. So to be a number one seed, it makes it easier to get to the championship because you're going to have to. First of all, it doesn't. Reason. It doesn't. See, this is this is. Let me let me stop you. There is no, and you should know this, dude. Ain't no such thing as an easy championship. But maybe that's the problem with fans. Fans look at sports and they think winning a championship is easy. You know how it's many great wait, wait, hold on. You know easy. how many great players? Do you know how many great players don't have championships because of Kobe, Shaq, Mike, LeBron? Do you know? Think, think, I just named four players. I just named four players that have domi that dominated championships for 30 years in the NBA. Four. Four. Do you now think, think about all the other great players who are failures, according to you, because you, of those four players? You, I'm they're not failures. Not failures. I'm not you just said that. if you don't win, they're failures. I said Charles Barkley is a failure. Carl Malone is a failure, right? Charles Barkley is a failure. Speaking in context. You said in context at. of winning and of the competing. season of the season. Well, you have to extrapolate that. Year. You can't just put it about this. Giannis extrapolated about, about Michael Jordan in 15 years. Exactly. Exactly. Giannis extrapolated. The guy asked, is the being a one seed losing to an eight seed a failure for this season? Absolutely. 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 Not one time. This is how I know. This is how I know it's cap. Because everybody that's in the chat that has a child would never tell their child they are a failure. Ever. Nobody is saying that Ever. Giannis is a failure. You that just said it. I said Giannis failed his goal, which Giannis said the goal. That makes him a failure. You can't take him out of the process. Oh, you the process you failed, but you weren't part of the process. As a person, was he part? Was he part of the failure? Was he part of the failure? Yes, of course. Well, was he part of the failure. The goal you was to win the championship. You can't separate the, the person. And Giannis failed at the goal of winning the championship. You and can't separate that, that means he failed, right? That means he failed. Yes, as an individual this year, he's not a failure as a person. He's not a failure as a person. Obviously, he's a two-time MVP. He's a champion. Forget that. For this season, his goal was to win the championship. He, as a number one seed, was expected to win because seeding has have to have to has to matter. No, no, no. He was expected to win by who? He wasn't expected to win by me. I said the Boston Celtics were going to beat them you, anyway. The seeding matter in the NBA playoffs. No, 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 no. You, I get to choose who I think is the better team. Of course, as an individual. Okay, then. 
but the expectation as a number one seed, you're expected generally to get to the championship. But you That's keep double talking. Is important. But you keep double talking. You can't say he failed at something, but he wasn't a failure. Giannis Antetokounmpo as an NBA player is not a failure. Giannis Antetokounmpo in season 11 or whatever he's in he failed. failed to win the championship. You, that the one thing you said, he's the number one player. You gave all of his personal all of his personal things. best player in the NBA. There's an expectation as okay, a number then. one player. So who he is matters in the equation. Yes, so he's not a player. That. Yes, he's not okay, a player as a person. But okay, as the goal he saying. set, the goal he set was not accomplished. He didn't have any goal. His goal was no different than every player in the NBA. Okay, but every player in the NBA wasn't a number one seed and the best player in the NBA. That's why they don't ask Drew Holiday. They ask the best player on the best team. But it doesn't matter, bro. It doesn't matter if you lose in the first, second, third round. If you don't win the championship, you didn't win. So it doesn't matter that the best player on the best team that's that's slated by – Vegas by sports media by uh, the standings. A loss is a loss. That's like you feel better. Wait a minute. So you feel better about a one point loss than being blowout, blown out. I'm saying to lose. Stop. Stop. A loss is a loss. To lose to an eight seed as a number one seed as the best player in the NBA. Nobody is is expecting you to lose that. This is this is the problem. Uh, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be frank. This is the problem. You have an international player that's that's telling y'all, I don't give a darn about winning the way y'all give a darn about it. I came from the mud in a third world country and pulled my entire family up from the mud. Then why is he trying to go so hard and win MVPs and win the number one seeding every year? So his family can have a look. What do you mean? Why is he going so hard? What do you mean? What do you mean? His his brother's on the team not doing that. Stop. His brother's on the team, not being the best player in the league. His brother is the his brother is the best towel waver in the league, and you know it. Yes, I agree. <laughs> his brother is is a non factor in the NBA, and he's making money for his family. We because get all of that. who? Because of who? Giannis, who is trying to be the best player in the NBA, <laughs> no, no, he's not and trying. is trying to win he's championships. Not trying. He's not trying. He's MVP. He's accomplished that already. He's accomplished that already. So okay, so if already. he's accomplished it, why doesn't he quit? He's accomplished because it. he's trying to do it again. So that means that's, that but he said that he said that. What, what do you, you mean keep said? saying that like he didn't say that? He said no, 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 I'm no. coming back. Next said this wasn't a failure. He said it's a process. No, I said, I, no, no, no. that's his point of view. That's his view you. of it. A you stop trying to tell that man what his view is. A goal is not a point of view. A goal is a, a descriptive thing of what Once you're trying to That's your point of view. That's your point of view, but you can't tell him. You're trying to tell him how to feel about his life. That's the back. That's back. That's the backwards type of stuff we do in this country. We try to tell people how to feel about their life. Feel good or bad. You gave me an objective goal. Hey, I have to. We bring in the legend Lee back then, man. It's his job, Coach Big. And if Giannis don't win more games and championships, he won't be in Milwaukee because it's his job. Thank you, Coach Big. Hey, I hope he loses <laughs> next year. So when he becomes a free agent, he can come to Chicago. So I hope they lose again. Why? Why you want to go to Chicago if he don't want to win? He don't care. He, he want to be in the world and, and feed the families in Africa and stuff. <laughs>